Hello, Achievers. This is episode 39 of the Next Level Author podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Sasha Black, and here with me once again is... (laughs) Tanya Wilcox. (laughs) Okay. Just sound as exciting as possible. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, let's let's cheer ourselves up. Uh, so this is an, a non-normal episode. We are recording these in advance because it's the uh, Christmaca period of festivities, and so um, we want to the take same a clothing. Break. Yeah, it's the same clothing. Pointing out yeah, for people watching on YouTube. It won't be though because next week, no. I mean last Ooh. week, we're going to have different clothing. So you just gave oh. gave the game away. Damn it. Um, yeah. <laughs> So this is an unusual I'm going to wear this on my recordings as well, just to keep it consistent. (laughs) I can't promise to do that. Um, (laughs) What am I trying to say? When he stops interrupting me, I'm going to tell you all that this is an unusual episode in that we are not going to have any comments. We're not going to have um, things of the week that we've enjoyed. We're going to dive straight into the content. um, And hopefully then you guys can join in. And when we come to the first fresh recorded episode of 2021 what we will do is we will round up the comments from this episode and from next week's episode and we'll talk about them all together because they'll make sense when combined together so is the hope yes so what we are doing in this episode is a look back at the last six months uh we did an episode episode 10 we talked about what our priorities were going to be for the rest of the year um and i suppose this is i guess like a bit of a celebration episode a look back at the last six months what have we done what did we say we were going to do so dan what did you say you were going to do so is this the episode where we can finally moan about coronavirus? Because we've not really done much of that over the past six months. Have we not? Have we been really good? Because I, I feel like I have had a few outbursts. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, just before I dive into my bits and pieces, like just just to mention this, this year has been weird. And uh, speaking to lots of friends, I don't think January or February happened. I think that March and May are the same month. And I think that I'm probably 37 years old. Um, One one thing I did this week, um, and obviously because of the time warp of this episode, this week would be three weeks ago, is uh, I worked on my speakers page on my website because I want to get more into that arena and sort of demonstrate bits and pieces. And I I noted down all the podcast episodes I've been on this year. And I've been on about 13 or 14 different other podcasts, given like talks and stuff. But for me, it feels like three just because of how, how weird this has been. So I don't. I don't know I'll what I'll do is I'll reel, reel through what my main points were that I wanted to work on for the rest of 2021 20, and I guess just sort of like touch on where I got with them whether they're done and what that means for like carrying on so my first one was that uh, I wanted to work with another author by the end of this year through Devil's Rock Publishing um, for people who this might be their first episode or they're not that aware of it Devil's Rock Publishing is my horror publishing imprint my, my horror publishing company that launched in I want to say it hurts every time I have to do this and I have to think of a month it hurts uh yeah I think it was around May it launched (laughs) it houses uh, when winter comes which is my first horror serial it it, uh, houses my the other side anthology it houses an anthology that I'm working on at the minute 
And the idea originally when setting this out was that When Winter Comes was going to be a serial of however many episodes, it was going to generate the income so that I could then reach out to other authors. And I could say, hey, would you like to write within my company? It could be a serial, it could be a novella, whatever. Um, I really just like the idea of publishing people who might not necessarily have that opportunity to be published elsewhere. Um, and it didn't happen in the way that I wanted it to, but it has kind of happened technically. So I realized how much work was involved with managing my serial around my ghostwriting client work. And uh, I've spoken to authors over the past year, laid seeds about potentially working with certain people. Um, what I have also been is very, very transparent and clear in what that would mean, timelines, where I'm at with my process, because it was never going to be, you know, now we're going to start working together. Um, and where I've settled is because of some of the changes of my personal direction, because uh, I mean, at the beginning of this year, I wasn't doing nonfiction. I, I had the great writer share podcast. That, that was, that was the limits of my nonfiction. Um, obviously now we have That's this nuts. podcast. I know. I know. I know. It's, in, it's insane. Now we have this podcast. Uh, now I have a nonfiction collaboration for authors. I'm working on a second one, um, which I was about to say what the title is, then, but I'm not going to yet, which is a productivity book. And uh, wait, I'm, I'm... what? You have another podcast? Great writer share, yeah. No, what, what was the thing? Productivity. That you just... No, a productivity book. What was the thing that you weren't going to say? That was the title of the book. The productivity book. Yes. Oh, I thought that I'm you not... had like secrets then. I was like, how dare you keep things from me? You do Sasha, think you are, Daniel. If I had secrets, you'd know about them. No. You know my secrets. I know. Um... I, I was like really <laughs> upset that I didn't know a secret then. <laughs> um, so yeah, the productivity book. And then I'm also now in book coaching and uh, author services as well and doing some stuff in that arena. So and some of my focus... that arena. Let's, let's actually give it the credit that it's actually due. And loving it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, some of the heat's been taken in that way. My fiction uh, is taking a little bit of a back burner over the next six months or so while I save for a house and invest in the things that are um, bringing in the most money. Um, obviously, things are still ticking to buy. Things are advertising. I do have things working in the background. I'm not, like, cutting it off altogether. Um, but because of that, I'm now no longer, at this moment, focusing on bringing those other authors in. I definitely want to at some point. I would like to see Devil's Rock become a house for horror. But... The, I guess the, the progress and where I am at this is at the minute is that uh, I have put out a call for my second anthology, The Omen's Call, and that is a collaborative anthology. So I am working with another author. Uh, it's Julie Heiner. She's involved in the process every step of the way. She's a fantastic horror author who I've known, I think, again, fucking time. I might have met this year. It could have been back in 2003. Um, and she's, yeah, she's a delight to work with. She's someone that I've kept an eye on for a while she reached out to me she originally started as a fan of my work and we got talking and just along every step of this process we picked the cover together we picked the theme together we did the wordage together the timelines everything and it's just for me it's always a joy working with someone else because you just have that back and forward on someone who's in the thick of it with your project whereas if you're writing a book by yourself you you want that instant feedback but you then have to give the context of like what happened in order to to share so, uh, yeah, I guess in, in that way, I've kind of ticked that as um, a done, but not in the way that I originally intended. And uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that and, and let you do one of yours so that we can go back and forth if that works. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Although Otherwise, uh, it's just I, me talking for about 37 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> my wife is drilling though, so I was like very comfortable muting myself for a while back there. Okay. okay um, so, I mean, I'm comfortable to mute you too. 
Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> so I cheated and I know that we were supposed to do three priorities for the rest of the year, but I did nine priorities because I am <laughs> Sasha Black and <laughs> I had like three main sections. So I had like money making, nonfiction and fiction. And I did three in of each of those because I am just unbelievable as a human yeah basically I just I'm just my appetite for achieving things is insatiable so you know wait till you read out your list of priorities for next year Jesus Christ I had me breathless and I was just listening <laughs> let's not go into that now you carry on no, no that's a whole other episode right so I'll start with my non-fiction so shall I do a whole section Rather yeah, than, I think so. Because otherwise, yeah, otherwise I'm going to have loads left at the end. Okay, so my nonfiction, um, at the time I was halfway through writing collab- two books that I was write- co-writing with Jay Thorne. Um, so uh, my priorities were to finish both of those books and publish them, uh, to release my very first course and to finish recording start and finish recording uh my first audiobook so I did finish and release both of those collaborative books I did release my first course uh, which is fantastic and oh my god that feels like so long ago I can't <laughs> I didn't even remember that that was on my list um I did not finish recording the first audiobook of um of, of my audiobooks. However, I have um, written 20,000 words of my next nonfiction book. Um, and I also have the cover for the textbook and the workbook. And um, I don't actually think it's going to take me that long. Um, what is an absolutely a priority for me this coming week is to read the book so that I can get a grip and make notes of um, what needs to be done to finish the book up because I haven't got a grip of what where I am to the finish line I don't know how long that gap is um so yeah I am actually quite happy with that and quite surprised like I didn't think I'd done as much as I have done and okay I didn't do the audiobook but um I've half got another half finished um non-fiction book which is great um and so I'm really happy with that I'm I'm yeah I'm 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 actually really surprised I am I am genuinely shocked that I have done those things because um I've bitched and moaned for the last six months <laughs> about how much I haven't got done and yet here we are and I have actually done things god mm. what is wrong with me why do I always think I haven't done anything and I actually have done stuff it's achiever isn't it I mean one one thing that I'd love for you just to um potentially expand on for the reader so the readers for the listeners if, uh, if you're happy to is your your course originally started off as one thing and it was like such a hurdle for you to work out the right direction what what was the biggest lesson that you learned from your course um so the anatomy of prose is fucking enormous it is literally a tome and um i wanted to create an award-winning tome um it it was it was a tome and i I wanted to create a, a companion course and actually when it came to it trying to do that meant that I covered everything at such a surface level it was pointless like when I did the course what I what my goal was was to go deeper than the book um and in order to do that I had to really really micro niche narrow down and so um I did a a topic on um the senses now the positive of that is that it is really in depth and it is very 
very good quality. The, the negative is that it's so niche, it is quite actually quite hard to sell. So, um, you know, I still hit um, the number of students that I wanted. So that's great. You know, I hit that kind of goal and I got three quarters of the way to the financial goal that I wanted to hit. So that's good. Hey. Um, but it's definitely a lesson. I think probably the biggest lesson I have learned is that going forward, um, <clears throat> I need to do slightly wider courses. Um, but that means I will have to deal with the mental over overwhelm that will come with that because um, they will be slightly bigger. And I don't like, so I'm trying to do this self-publishing course and um, I'm already massively overwhelmed because there is so much in my brain that I can give that I don't want to make this, you know, a 70 million hour course. But at mm. the same time, I find it very difficult not to give listeners and readers and students everything I can possibly give them. Um, you know, and so it's trying to find the balance for that. And yeah, for anybody who is interested in taking courses, like it, that, that balance is really hard. And, um, you know, this time I haven't written the book. Actually, maybe that is the problem. Maybe I'm struggling mm -hmm. because I don't have the structure. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, this makes so much sense oh damn it move on your turn i need to just uh, i need to have you know fucking whatever this is myself whilst i have my epiphany okay that's cool um so my my next one was i wanted to finish when winter comes which was the first serial and be potentially into a second serial i started writing it in march i published episode six which was the final episode in november uh, it came to a total of about 130,000 words it was six chapters um and like i'm, I'm incredibly proud of it like it came out more it, it was better than i wanted it to be which you know is difficult to sometimes say when you when you've written a book and like you finish it at the end and you think of all the things you could have added in and like how it could have gone but like considering it was written quickly it was run through beta readers quickly and all all of that jazz like it was an experiment and it's an experiment that has gone well uh, i'm ready to box set it and turn it into an audiobook for the next year as like this big chunky um horror story and i'm not into a second one that's that's the part where I guess if we're going to do like pass fail, I failed. But what has happened is uh, I, I'm I don't not doing know pass fail. Good. That doesn't. Good. If you if you did fifty percent or more of the things that you said you were going to do, that's a massive fucking win. That's all that's we fine. do. All we do here but, is win. Oh, that song just came to my head. All we do is win. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so finish that. Um, I'm trying to think what my second point was with that. Um, like the fact that I was able to write it and publish it fast on a schedule in which, you know, the pandemic was happening in which like uh, I was ghost writing a lot as well. I had sort of other projects going on too. Like I'm very, very happy that I managed to get to the end and wrap it up um, because I also originally when we sat down for like, again, don't think of time when we sat down at some point, um, the plan was to have the final episode published in December 
potentially carrying over depending on how many episodes it was going to be but the story brought itself to a like a natural conclusion I, I didn't want to stretch it just for the sake of it um and now that I've got that in it's like it's ticking along it's doing its sales the box set is going to be like fully re-edited and remastered and it's all going to be wonderful and sort of releases this big hefty hardback um and that's a product that I could put out next year but that also gives me a bit of uh free time which I don't necessarily have to put out like a big chunk of new fiction up until that point because I've got projects that I've still got in the pipeline I've got book three of uh, the rock series I've got an audiobook of book two coming I've got a novella that I want to get to at some point so I've got little bits of fiction I want to chip away on but um as I kind of mentioned earlier and as I'll probably elaborate on in the next point um a big focus of a big chunk of my focus at the minute is going into non-fiction and uh coaching so that will be coming but yeah I'd say I'm happy with that it's uh it was a journey I learned a lot about self-imposed deadlines and the pressure of putting up a pre-order before you've written a book and uh like originally I think I wanted the first episode launched in April and it ended up that the first episode came out in I want to say June July June one of those um but then I had like three episodes launched within four weeks of each other so um it was a challenge it was it was very much a challenge, but I did it, and it's there, and the final result is going to be beautiful. Yeah, it is. My wife's still mm. drilling in the back. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Lisa, um, go on. Uh oh. Hello. Have a little phrase. We're back. We're, oh yeah we we have paused okay we are back um okay so my number two were, my number two focus was on fiction uh this is i mean it's kind of a if we're gonna i know we're not doing pass fail but i kind of failed on this one so um my tasks were get tray published do a reader magnet and start working on the scent of death i'm gonna go backwards so i have written ad hoc hoc bits of the scent of death i have done a metric fuckload of thinking and i am really trying very hard to accredit myself for the thinking work that i do on fiction projects i find it very difficult to class that as work um but i had a wonderful podcast session with jeff elkins the dialogue doctor and he massively shunted my brain into thinking and I have um even after the conversation I haven't even told you about these things yet I've got plans no secret Sasha I know I'll tell you afterwards um and I've got uh, sort of plans and thoughts and things that I've been putting in place for the book and I genuinely think that when it when it comes on stream that book is going to be written like possibly the fastest I've ever written a book because I have spent so long thinking about it it is just all there bubbling under the surface so I am so excited to write that book um but it's not there yet it's not on stream yet I have to finish some of the other projects that I've got open um so I I do not have most for draft but I have done a lot of thinking and so I'm going to say that I have done um <clears throat> It's not a pass, but it's I've done work on it. The reader magnet I have not done, um, but I I have done it. So this is, so here's what happened. So um, Trey took me far longer to finish than I anticipated. So that was the first thing. That was the first problem. Um, it is the book that has almost fucking killed me. Um, I don't know what my problem is with the book, but um, 
it was 50 shades of brutal trying to get it finished are the mind games that I played with myself it is now finished and I am now putting off editing it because uh, a load of stuff happened like my son being off school and getting other things done like the course took longer than I anticipated all this crap and now I've written 20k of a non-fiction book instead of just editing Trey um but anyway so again it's not published it is written it is in edits I think I'm on chapter seven of 29 something like that um our system so, took a bit of a break didn't it <laughs> our system took a bit of a break our system our morning system yeah it mm. did whoops um but also like it just my other realization is I can't actually work on two writing projects at the same time I can only do one and so I have to work in intense periods and clear the decks of everything else and just get a project done so and and that's a lesson no I knew it I just didn't want to accept it so now I have to focus I have to restructure myself to do that so yes so you're on to the reader magnet the reader magnet was going to be one of two things it was either going to be um an exclusive epilogue of which I've had the cover done for um or it was going to be sirens which was my prequel which is what I thought it was going to be um I didn't even put that as one of my priorities writing sirens but I wrote the whole book anyway I like literally just randomly wrote another novella this year um (laughs) which I didn't expect to do but the problem is (laughs) (laughs) writing that novella instead of it being a prequel it ended up as book four so like I completely fucked it I completely fucked it (laughs) (laughs) but there's nothing I can do about it now it's book four so like it's just got this this series oh god I did so many things wrong with this series but anyway so the series now has a novella as book four um so, I mean, in some ways I really fucked up my fiction and other ways I absolutely fucking smashed it because I wrote a whole extra book that I wasn't expecting to write. So, you know, I mean, in a roundabout way, I am going to say that um, I did good. I did a good job. But for me personally, I'm not really happy with myself because I didn't finish editing. Even if I hadn't published Trey, I'm disappointed that I haven't finished editing it. And um, so I am already formulating things and priorities in my head for next year which is interesting um i think that's it on the fiction okay so you're number three now yeah yeah one thing i hope this um highlights to people is just like i think sometimes i don't know how we come across like to other other people i think sometimes we we, we come across like really organized really focused really driven on certain things i think uh it's good for people to see that we're all messes on on the inside Wait for Sasha to unmute. You're trying to call me a mess, you a little bit. bastard. A little bit. We all are. It's it's a human condition. I now, am not turn. a hot mess. The number right three. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, number three for me was to uh, drop. Get to a point where I could drop client work. Now that hasn't happened, and if anything, I've learned that the methods that I was employing to try and make that happen back in when this first episode was recorded, it must be April, uh, May time, um, weren't, weren't the right methods because I was, it, it's, it's difficult because essentially my plan was to write enough fiction that I wouldn't have to write fiction in terms of ghostwriting. And what I've learned is that there definitely is only so much energy that I can put into certain parts of my brain at once. 
So on top of writing When Winter Comes, on top of writing Collaboration for Authors, on top of the multitude of other things I was working on, I was also smashing out around what probably averages out about 20,000 words a week for ghostwriting clients, um, which, you know, is a lot and it takes up a lot of my morning. And there's like, it's like I say, it's just abusing the, the part of my brain that thinks creatively. And part of that as well is over the past like month or so, particularly my, my fingers have started like getting aches and pains from like typing so much. So I've had to try and find ways to give myself deliberate breaks because like my downtime, I'll play video games or I'll play guitar or whatever. And they're all very like finger heavy things. So I'm trying to like, even like holding a book or holding a phone, it involves anyway. Um, so what I have learned and, you know, a part of that is, well, I, I attribute all of it to this podcast and to like our relationship is like getting into a position in which I feel confident offering services to authors. Now that started with, what was the first thing I did for that? Was it bootcamp was the first outreach? I'm trying to think what it was. It, uh, no, You told I was me you wanted to coach. <laughs> yeah. So you came across Jenny Nash on your podcast. Mm. You had her on your podcast. You sent her to me and it happened. Oh, this was, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but this was like, I don't believe in fate. I don't believe in destiny. I just don't. But there were so many things that happened at once that I was a bit like, I was questioning. Because um, I stumbled across Jenny Nash on through talking to James Blatch on my website, on my podcast. Then I investigated her, came across Author Accelerator, then heard her on another podcast. And then you said, I've just interviewed Jenny Nash. You should really talk to her. So I did after listening to about 30 podcast episodes she's been on over the past six or seven years. And uh, she's, she's a very, very wisdomous woman who has, I know a lot of, a lot of her thinking, a lot of her talk resonated very, very strongly with me in terms of, um, what the process could look like for helping authors because without going into a whole like what is book coaching thing in short um it's a personal trainer for authors so as opposed to just giving your work to an editor and getting cold feedback back um it's someone who's in the trenches with you goes on for you step by step um does some editing does some cheerleading does this general like educating and stuff and just a lot of that resonated so strongly with me that i started to look at ways to pursue that and I can proudly say that I've now uh, I've now have two clients on my books, um, which is awesome. Like one of them hasn't yet officially started their their program, but with the with the first one, it's just been a whole. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to like just the experience is awesome. Actually, helping someone along their journey when you're that like when you're further ahead, and seeing the progress over such a short space of time, and hearing the feedback of just. <laughs> you providing information that they otherwise would have struggled to find. Mm -hmm. So that whole experience has been um, incredible. So that led me down obviously like the non-fic route um, as well as the collaboration for authors. Um, and then just through our conversations on here and just through trying to understand more of what I want outside of author authorship as well, is that like, I'm heavily into mindset. I'm heavily into encouraging people to do stuff and, to get better and to explore different things that are going to make their lives better. And because of that, there's just such a, I don't know, I've just found this fire inside me of wanting to help people. And we mentioned briefly before some episode ago that when I left my day job, I think I needed a period of like not being around people for a while because it was so intense. There was like so much with the team, with management, with all that kind of stuff, with, you know, my personal life, my relationship, all that kind of stuff. Um, what the Whoa. hell <laughs> something just fell literally no oh, no idea what that is anyhow um 
yeah, so I've so much stuff there. And I think I'm now finally at the point where I'm, I'm starting to like integrate. <laughs> this sounds so sad, like I'm integrating back in with society. Uh, so I ran a boot camp in November for some NaNoWriMo people. Uh, had 17 signups, had 12 people smash through Nano, which, you know, is awesome. And, you know, I'm still in touch with them. They're still working on a, a boot camp that I'm running in December. Um, I'm opening up a monthly boot camp subscription for anyone that wants to join in get involved in some of those programs so that's going to be happening well that is that'll be live now by the time this airs so uh, people can check that out on my website but what i've learned from that is that i'm now in a position in which ghostwriting has to take some kind of priority because it is my sustainable it is my like regular income it's hard sometimes you're in an indie and everything's so up and down but this is like my baseline so i need to do that and so a lot of my thinking is coming to okay how can i not kill myself and burn myself out with my own fiction projects and find other ways to stretch other muscles that, you know, are going to preserve my fingers. that are going to preserve like my creativity, all that kind of stuff. So a big push now is just on coaching is on services is on helping authors. And it also aligns with personal goals as well. So it seems like a bit of a, a no brainer. Um, and again, like, without getting sappy and stuff like because of this podcast a lot of that has like actually come to fruition and I've had the confidence to go ahead and do it no it's all because of you mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. say part of you're not taking all the credit <laughs> no but it's, it's not it's entirely you like I know you say it's part of this podcast but this podcast is just a mechanism it's just a forum where you get to talk out loud what's going on in your head it's got nothing to do with like yes okay this podcast is fantastic for you know both of us in terms of helping giving us headspace and hopefully along the way we've helped some other people with our ridiculous antics um (laughs) but you know like realistically you're the only motherfucker that's done the work Mm. you know like this is all you so i you know and you are like i love you dearly but you're fucking terrible at taking credit for things so You really need to, I'm just not going to accept any, I'm just, I'm pushing all of the credit back, all of it. I'm refusing the credit and I'm pushing it all back to you. Um, it is all you, darling, all you, all your hard work. So yeah. just around that up, I haven't dropped client work. <laughs> and if anything, no. I'm taking more on, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So my last one. <clears throat> um, oh my God. Are we still on this podcast? <laughs> so it's so long. It's really long. <laughs> well, it's, we have just recorded one before this, so that might be why. Yeah, that is why. Um, <clears throat> okay, what? Well, so my last one was around making more money. Um, and so I had a lofty financial goal for this year, which I put on my vision board, which I didn't achieve. Actually, I think I may have achieved it this month. I talk about cutting it to the bone. But until... Mm. I'm trying to do the math, like, until... I can't laugh. I don't know. It's going to be really close anyway as to whether or not I hit it. Um, So next year, instead of the goal that I had this year, I'm going to double it. So because that's the kind of crazy bitch I am. So and also when I have unrealistic goals, maybe this is a question one time. Like, you know how some people set like really achievable, sensible goals, because Mm -hmm. that's what motivates them to achieve that goal. I am not that person. No, I can't. If I have if I have unless my goal is ridiculous, I don't even want to get up in the morning. So like I can't like I, I remember writing a blog post once ranting about how I don't understand people that set realistic goals because 
it doesn't but it's because I was naively selfish and narrow visioned tunnel visioned with my um you know I just basically I have to have very unrealistic goals except they're not unrealistic to me because the minute I put them down I'm like yeah this is I'm being a lofty bitch right now but um I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim for that so yeah I'm you know what my financial goal was and I'm being accountable to you right now that I have I've just added a zero on the end <laughs> so here we go um <laughs> I know next year's gonna be insane it's gonna be cray cray babe well, compared um, to this year yeah oh I can't wait I'm so excited oh yeah I feel pumped already just even saying it out loud <laughs> So, uh, yeah, anyway, back to this year. Uh, so I had a financial goal. I did not hit that financial goal. I think I might this month on the very last month of the year. So I don't know. We can, I'm not going to know that until the 31st anyway, because I don't do my accounting until then. Um, and also, obviously, I'm going to have money coming in throughout this month. Um, and this is not my financial goal for the year. This is just like... I'm just talking about what I want to earn each month. Um, either way, I definitely leveled up in terms of my income. My my income far outweighs my freelance income now, um, like by a very considerable mile. Um, And so mentally, that's really awesome for me. Um, I'm not ready to let go of any of my freelance work. Um, The stuff that I, not that I do a lot, but the stuff that I do, I'm not going to be getting rid of that this year, uh, regardless of what happens financially. And then other things that I wanted to do were things like moving my mailing list, which I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fucking hell, did I make a mountain out of a molehill trying to do that? Um, But that resulted in other stuff done, including updating all my autoresponders. And I even did like a little video series, uh, like mini course series, updating them. And then I also upgraded my website. I have done like, so basically I gave it a new outfit, I guess is the best way to describe it. It's like has a new dress. It's wearing a pretty new dress. It's gorgeous. It's so good. Thank you. I have not finished the back end upgrade yet. So like I have 600 posts worth of stuff that needs going through and just a few more pages that need editing and just bits and bobs that need um, refreshing, but that is going to take time. So yeah, the other one was really about money and I definitely... I definitely leveled up this year in terms of income. Mm-hmm. I think overall my business is probably about 20% up on last year. Nice. Which, so yeah, which yeah, is it exactly? Yeah, mm-hmm. go us. Ooh, ooh. But now we have to double it. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like I'm yeah. I'm like, I'm we we need to double that shit. So mm-hmm. um I mean I'm buying a house next year, so I need to. Yeah, you do a hundred percent. I can attest to that. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, I I am delightfully surprised at what I got done this year. And do you know what? Ugh, I don't even know if I can admit it because it like it hurts to even say anything nice about myself. I am uh, uh, <laughs> quite. Uh, proud of myself wow that that was it that that was that it. was what you struggled with Jeez, yeah God, well you know I'm quite I yeah like it feels horrible I don't like to say mm. nice things about myself yeah I, I I would say I'm I'm I am quite proud that in the face of 
some quite insurmountable adversity this mm-hmm. year, I have still done the vast majority of what I wanted to do. And I don't quite know how I did that or how that was possible. But um, yeah, and I'm also yeah. super proud of my son for having dealt with a shit storm of change and newness and different routines and new schools and in school out of fucking school back in school back out of school like jesus the poor kid has got whiplash emotionally i swear yeah. like yeah. yeah so yeah it's crazy i uh because i did i i had one more that i added i think just at the end of that episode it recorded before which is on the way it was right second non-fiction which i'm working on that's in progress i think that was just a bonus for me but what i will say for for this year and this might sound quite corny is like i feel like at the start of this year i felt like a professional writer and like i feel like now i feel like a professional author wow i genuinely i mean we spoke about the uh, revelation i had about like the business stuff a couple months ago and like quite a lot of just my mindset has, has just changed and i'm just looking at things in a different way because we also had conversations about like feeling like I don't know how to word it. Like when you offer author services, feeling like you're just doing it for a money grab and mm. rather than like for the right reasons and like trying to provide value and stuff. And I think a lot of my journey has been overcoming that and changing what my thoughts are and how to provide things for people in the best possible way. And yeah, yeah. I don't feel like that at all. No. <clears throat> but I it's... think that's because of how, like, I don't know. I, 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 really focus on making whatever the thing that I'm doing uh, like that a hundred percent like I have to empty myself almost of everything and give everything into that thing and so I know that and that's why I stress over delivering things so often Mm. because I won't deliver them until I know it's absolutely everything I can possibly give Mm. yeah 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 I feel you and yeah I think I'm I'm at that place now where you know things are starting to roll it's it feels like a proper business and it feels like a sustainable business which is the the better part because i have other avenues of income where i don't have to just rely on one (laughs) so there we are that was you know our confessional of the year Mm. and uh and and i that's what we should call this episode yeah confessional 2020 confessional oh my god i love it that is actually what we're calling it i'm writing it down um and we'll do another one of these at the end of next year i'm guessing to see how we did it's still going (laughs) oh well there's a sobering thought isn't it i worry that i make that joke too often yeah you do you do bitch you need to stop (laughs) i'm the codependent one you find (laughs) oh okay so um do we want to tell people what next week will be or should we surprise them yeah i think we should say like next week uh we'll be looking at what our goals and priorities are going to be for 2021 and planning ahead so uh, this is a bit of a, a reflection and then maybe we'll use some of the points that we worked on this year to inform what we're going to be in next year and yeah i am gonna have to figure out a way of structuring i need some i need some organization time yeah because right now i have a list of like 48 things and i just added two more based on this conversation so <laughs> I, this is gonna take up like far too much of an episode you can pick every... three things no 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 strategic goals not operational goals no 
Uh, I don't, we're going to talk about this offline. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So everyone. Um, Tell us fine. how you was. What was your, how about, how about we stick to one thing? What's one thing that you're proud of achieving this year? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause we have to have a question. <laughs> God, fucking hell, Sasha. Let's just end the episode. Bye-bye. Bye.